I'm Tom Shalou. I'm Sandra Smith. I'm Steve Ducey, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, March 31st, 2021. I'm Trey Inks. The global coronavirus outbreak sped up the acceptance of artificial intelligence being adopted by companies and banks, some experts believe. Low-cost technology replacing all kinds of inefficient, old-fashioned work processes, while at the same time increasing profits on their bottom line by reducing costs throughout, cost of service and the cost of processing. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Artificial intelligence, or AI, is making it easier for companies to connect with each other around the world and get rid of old ways of operating. The coronavirus pandemic moved millions of people to work from home and was seen as an opportunity for some in Silicon Valley to ramp up AI solutions for the workplace. I believe there is enormous potential for artificial intelligence. Now, I don't use, you know, pie-in-the-sky descriptions uh, for it. For more on this story, this is Joel Hyatt the co-founder and CEO of Globality. But I don't think you can understate the significance that AI is having uh, throughout every really sector of the global economy today. Um, and, um, and I think it's going to continue to grow uh, in its uh, influence and impact. And what the pandemic has done clearly is dramatically accelerate companies adoption of AI and and digital solutions uh, generally. I mean, the growth of uh, uh, digitalization, uh, the move to um, replace uh, analog processes with digital processes probably advanced this past year as a result of the pandemic far more quickly than it would have in the absence uh, of the pandemic. And so we're seeing, um, we're really seeing major, major transformations uh, going on. And, and in various things, like, like what Globality does, I mean, you know, we bring total transformational innovation to how companies um, uh, source and procure, you know, buy services uh, from, from other companies, um, which traditionally has been a totally analog-based process. It starts with, with an RFP, a request for proposal. It's as archaic as you can imagine. It's paper-intensive. It's inefficient. It's also ineffective. Um, we're replacing all of that using artificial intelligence uh, and digital solutions, and it's adding enormous value to how companies do business, among other things that it does, by the way. The value makes sense from a, a broad standpoint, saving time and money for companies. You talk about the pandemic and and this past year, it was something that no company could have anticipated and the way not only governments around the world responded, but also individuals and their ability to work efficiently from home, for example. Did this help your company and, and others to accept that AI is the future and, and ultimately could be a, a major piece of value for a company if it's adopted and, and used in the right way? Yes. Uh, no question that in our case with globality, companies that had been exposed to what we were doing but had not yet pulled the trigger wished that they had given the unexpected, unprecedented pandemic that had everyone working at home for over a year now. Um, they would have been far better off had they been more advanced in what 
it, artificial intelligence and, and digital solutions can do to foster collaboration, uh, to provide access to, to shared knowledge, all of the things that people, you know, used to get up from their desk and walk down corridors to do inside offices, which became impossible, it turns out are far more easy, easily done uh, with uh, reliance on sophisticated technology. Now, this is sophisticated technology, so this isn't iterative improvement. This isn't minor change. And that's why it's it's hard for companies to, you know, bite the bullet and do it, because it is transformational innovation. And the change management challenge internally in those companies of moving to adopt sophisticated technological solutions is a big challenge. Um, we're helping companies meet that challenge, and you're absolutely right. The pandemic, in the case of what we do, has clearly demonstrated the value. When you see companies across the board look at possible AI solutions and including AI technology in their workspace or, or broadly in, in the company structure, how do you explain the, the interaction with humans? I, I think that when we talk about AI and the possibilities for Americans and, and companies in the United States to use this technology, there can often be this futuristic conversation of this will be computers taking over the way that traditionally humans would would conduct an average work day what's the intersection between the current employees at a company and adopting a technology like this well look you know um, technologies aren't good or bad in themselves um, they are good or bad uh, as they are deployed and those decisions are made by leadership uh, in companies and those decisions need to be made pursuant to standards often set not by companies themselves necessarily, uh, but by governments or by uh, trade groups or by convention, by norms that are established within society. Um, again, could AI be used for bad things? Absolutely. So can all kinds of other technologies. Uh, we could go through a long list. Can facial recognition technology be used for good things? Yes. Can it be used for bad things? Absolutely. So it's not the technology that decides how it's used. It's leadership, and leadership matters. Um, you know, look, one of the things we're excited about in deploying uh, a globality, which we, we seek to have be the world's trusted marketplace uh, for business-to-business -business services, one of the things that excites us the most is that it, it enables companies to, to source from a comprehensive universe of qualified suppliers, including large companies, but also small and also diverse firms. And, and in that way, they're not only assured of getting the highest quality supplier at the best price, but at the same time, they're helping to create a more inclusive global economy. They're helping to level the playing field and allow all firms to compete on the merits of, of price and performance uh, and passion, and not just the way companies have normally done business, which is that a privileged few have access and legacy, you know, legacy suppliers who've always been there, other big companies that do business with each other. This is leveling the playing field. This is making globalization work better for far more people. That's something technology is doing. In the absence of technology, this would not be possible. That's a good use of technology. We all know there are plenty very pernicious uses. And again, that's about leadership. You've been listening to Joel Hyatt, the co-founder and CEO of Globality. We'll be right back. 
What are some of the challenges that you faced having a technology that, as you mentioned before, wasn't as widely adopted because the traditional workspaces maybe weren't looking to, to adopt AI or it was just something so new that the, the current environment didn't require it until we were in the middle of this pandemic and companies realized that there were more efficient ways to operate. What are some of the challenges working internationally with other countries that may be a little bit behind the United States or ahead of the United States in terms of the adoption of AI? Uh, well, look, when, you, when you're working with global companies, which, which we are, um, they're used to operating all over the world. Um, and, uh, you know, yes, depending on where they're based, there are certainly local norms, um, uh, local behaviors. I don't think that's the differentiating factor for us. I, I think... Um, I think the willingness to be an early adopter, uh, the willingness to take, uh, to, the willingness to do something that's a bit uncertain, that requires significant change, that's actually hard. It's just hard as a matter of human nature. Overcoming the inertia of how we have always done it is our biggest challenge. Um, and that's not, that's not differentiated by country. I mean, some countries indeed are probably more resistant to change than others as a matter of societal conservatism, if you will. But I would say it's, it's that that's the common factor more than local factors. And then my last question has to do with the future. Where do you see your company in five years? And Largely, when you when you look at the landscape, especially in a place like Silicon Valley, the technology that, that you're working on, the ability to connect companies with, with other suppliers, for example, they previously didn't have access to, is this a, a trend? Is this something that's really gaining momentum and, and we're going to see in the next five years it really just broadly used across industries or, or will there be niche industries that are, are using AI? in your opinion? Well, I'll take the second half first. Uh, um, look, uh, there's lots of talk about how the pandemic has impacted globalization. And the reality is that even before the pandemic, um, global trade in manufactured goods was decreasing. But even before the pandemic, uh, global trade in services uh, was growing rapidly. Those haven't those facts have not changed as a result of the pandemic there's been even more decline in global trade and manufactured goods but even more trade um, in services and 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 coming out of the pandemic i think we're going to see a lot more globalization of services so as a macroeconomic factor um, i think there is um, a tremendous opportunity and for globality look we seek to be the de facto ecosystem for an entirely new way um, to um, buy and sell services. And, um, and I believe in five years we, we will accomplish that. Um, right now, our customers uh, uh, tend to be the largest companies in the world, but our suppliers tend to be either their existing suppliers or new suppliers that are small or mid-sized or diverse firms that we've identified and we've vetted and we've qualified and are in our supplier network. And we're bringing all of that to bear on a company's choices for getting to assure they get the best supplier at the right price. This is where I believe business is going, and we're facilitating it through really efficient, 
low-cost technology, replacing all kinds of inefficient, old-fashioned work processes, so that in the, resu- in the end, they're both contributing to a better global economy, which is important to them as global companies, while at the same time increasing profits on their bottom line by reducing costs throughout, cost of service and the cost of processing. Really interesting stuff and a, a unique time to be doing what you do. Joel Hyatt, the co-founder, chairman, and CEO of Globality. Joel, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Trey. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com.